I want to welcome my friend. Thanks. You're, you're here with us this morning. You, sir. You, you. <laughs> and your family, your wife and your children. And y'all, you, you drive from, tell me again, I always ask you. Livingston. I'm so glad you're here. Give, give it up for our friends. I'm so glad you're here and everyone else that is visiting with us this morning. I'm telling you, you're at the right place. You didn't pass every other church by accident. You, you're at the right place. Amen. This is a place where healing rivers flow. This is a place where the power of God moves, where the word of God is preached. And if you open your heart, because that's our part. If you open your heart, then all things are possible unto you. Amen. We've seen it over and over and over, the wonderful things that only God can do in one's life. How many, can I get a witness? Anybody in the house this morning? I'm just, I'm just taking a look around to what's going on here. Let me see. <laughs> There's faith in the house this morning. There is faith in the house this morning, and that's all it takes. It doesn't take you crying, cutting yourself, beating yourself up. Jesus Christ went through all that for you so that all you could do is receive what he has already made available for each and every one of you. He loves you. The Bible says in John 10, 10, you know, if you hadn't figured that out, there is a, a devil, but you didn't come to hear about the devil this morning. But let me just tell you, for those that are visiting this morning, you know, people tend to blame God for everything that happens in people's lives, for leaving the devil out. You know, as if there was no devil. But the Bible says in John 10, 10, Satan comes only but to kill, steal, and destroy. Welcome back, my friend. I'm so glad you gave your life to Jesus last, last Sunday. Praise God. You'll never be the same. You'll never be the same. Amen. And when I discover that, you know, because, because you can be in church all your life, and you can be hearing the word, but you're still busted up. You're still struggling. You're still defeated. But, but, <laughs> but as the word of God begins to be injected into your life, you know, the Bible says that, the, you know, this is not just a religious service where we come and we just hear a cute little message and then we go back home and struggle all over again until next Sunday. This is a place where we believe in the power of the gospel the power of the word of God. The, the Bible says that the, that the, the word, the, the, Paul said, for I, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power. And that, that's dynamite power. It's like you get an explosive, blow it up. It's dynamite power. And you put that, that power in any situation in your life, it'll blow the heck out of it. It'll put an end to it. And I believe that the body of Christ is rising up. In faith, it actually believing that God is who he says he is and that God can do what he says he can do. I believe, the, I really believe, how many of you believe that? That the body of Christ is waking up to the realization that, that Christ Jesus is really alive. Then he sits, you know, he's at the right hand of the Father. He's given us his powerful word. He's given us his Holy Spirit and he's given us this spiritual force called faith in which we can partake of everything that God has for us. You know, and, and don't ever question, why is pastor looking at me? Because I promise you, I'm not thinking about you. <laughs> you know, actually, I can feel when faith is being drawn, like when you're pulling. I can, you, when, when you're, min, I'm ministering and I can actually feel when you're pulling from me. 
Like, give me more, pastor. What, what, what? And you can actually see the ones that don't, they just hurry up, pastor, shut up. And let me, let me, it's, they, it's like a program to them. Ain't no program here. Because there's people that need to encounter this power of God. Just like we, I did one day. Just like many people that have come into this place had not been for that, the, 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 the power of the gospel that was preached. You, we would have been dead. We would have died in our addictions and our afflictions and, 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 you know, messed up lives, families, and, you know, that curse in our lives, you know, a re continued repetitive failures. But, but man, if you open your heart up, there is enough a, a, a power. There's enough for you this morning <laughs> that God will make available. And, and, and so, you know, yeah, Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but you got to say enough is enough. If God, you're real, show me. You know? Because Jesus said, right in the same scripture, but I've come. I've come, and he did come, and he did pay a mighty price. He took our place, actually. Jesus, we, we were the criminals. He, di he died the, the most horrible death uh, that, uh, the, any, that, that the worst criminals would commit in those days, the crucifixion. And, 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 he, and there was no crime in him. We were the ones that, that owe that 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 prize but he he died in our place and he 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 took upon himself you know death he took upon himself our sin and in return for those that receive them we can partake of his life which is the zoe life you know no matter what what what's happened in our lives it, 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 christ jesus has paid a price for it on the cross and it already happened jesus said you know, in that same scripture, I've come that you might have life. Somebody say life. life. Because you don't know life until you know Jesus. I was in church all my life and I didn't know what life was. I thought you just go to church and then you go back home and you're, you know, you're still suffering and angry and bitter and mad and nothing, nothing happening. Nothing, nothing. Say nothing happening. Say I'm done with that. He said, I've come that you might have Zoe life. His life. The good life. The abundant life. Not when you get to heaven. Here on earth. And that is that you deserve that life. You deserve that life. You deserve that life. And when you discover that life, you realize your only regret is why didn't I just get this sooner you know it's the best it's the best it's the best is there anybody here this morning that knows it's the best <laughs> and the disciples discovered that they discovered that that's why you know they follow Jesus no matter what you know people think that Jesus was just walking around carrying sheep and just was weak. Jesus was not weak. He dealt with people. 
And he was about his father's business, and he took that serious, you know? He came on a mission. And that's why people that loved him and followed him, they weren't about to let him go. Some did. But, you know, when most encountered him, they loved him. He gave them life like they've never known it. And that's why whenever, you know, he would say something that was harsh, some would get mad offended they didn't understand and they didn't want to follow him anymore they left his company but then there was others that Jesus looked at him and said are you two going to leave my sight and I love what they said they said to where would we go where would we go I mean like we know what's back there you know where where would we go for you I love this that they said for you Jesus you hold the words of life the word of life that is able to change someone's life. No matter who you are, no matter where you come from, no matter what impossibility you might be facing, the power of the word of God can change and turn around any situation around, any life around. You're never too far gone for the Lord. He's a specialist. Amen. And so there's only one requirement to experience that. Let me go on this side now. <laughs> You're back, Fernando? When'd you get back? Oh, okay. Seemed like a month. I didn't get no message. Oh, okay. So all it takes is one requirement. And it's not hard. And it's faith. Faith in God. Say faith in God. But it has to be a living faith. Say a living faith. A living faith that, that be, not, not believes but acts. A living faith not that I, have, I believe in faith is I have faith to act. And when you get to that point in your life, it gets fun. It really does because you realize, man, I don't, if I don't like what I'm going through, if I don't like what the devil's trying to do in my life, you, you, you don't just, God, Jesus never came and taught people how to just cope with things. Some churches will teach you that. Things will just change. Things will get better. Just let it go. Nothing, time doesn't change anything. Things don't just change. But God has created us with the ability and the power of his spirit through the word of God that if we don't like what is happening, we have authority to put a stop to it in the name of Jesus. Isn't the Lord good? The presence of God is all over you. Like you have this joy in you. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Let me moonwalk back to my place. <laughs> How many of you love the Lord? Yes. How many of you love the, are in love with the Lord more than you've ever been? Yes. Praise the Lord. I want to congratulate all those that started the discipleship class. I think we had a, a, an intake of 17 people. They were here 
early. And so the early bird got the warm, got a donut from Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> a cup of coffee. Hallelujah. I want you to turn your Bibles to the book of Hebrews. Telling you, God is good. Hallelujah. Say, God is willing. God is able. And God is ready. In Hebrews, what did I say? <laughs> Hebrews 12. I want to continue on the subject of living faith. Living faith. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Telling you, the Lord is doing amazing things. Even this morning, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not just saying things, but I, 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 I sense in my spirit that somebody is getting what they came for. Not everybody came for something. But somebody did. And you won't leave out of here the same. Faith, a living faith in God has the ability to change your story. Whatever chapter, messed up chapter of your life the enemy has written for you, your faith in God can change it. The next chapter of your life can be the best chapter of your life. With faith, with a living faith, and I'm going to keep saying a living faith because you hear me over and over saying, I grew up where everybody's claimed to have faith, but there was never anything ha happening. There was no results. There was no manifestation. There was no Bible result, and I, and I thought, is this, this is what it is. But then it, it, it wasn't. Because faith is a, that God has given unto us, he's given it unto us. The Bible says that to every man is given unto them the measure of faith. So everyone, no one can say, I don't have faith. And so... And we have the ability to grow that faith. But that faith is a living faith. It's a living force that is drawn from the written living word for living proof. You know, James said, you know, faith without action is dead. And so whenever you uh, uh, are operating in this living faith, then you're going to see. Say, I'm going to see manifestation of the glory of God that's the goodness of God you will you'll 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 see it in whatever area you apply it whether it be in your health in your body 
in your relationships, in your marriage, in your children, in ministry, in your finances, whatever area you apply it to, you a living faith that not just believes, but trusts and acts and takes God at his word, you're bound to see results because you commit God's integrity upon your life. He's bound by his word and he watches over his word to do it in your life. Amen. You need to get, you need to believe that. That's why last week I took the time to minister to you and, and, and back it up with scriptures that the importance of knowing the will of God, knowing that, you know, God wills to do it unto you. The Bible says that every promise, promise in God, of God for you are yes and amen. And when you know that, you don't have to wonder. See, faith takes somebody from, from uh, that is wondering, I wonder if this, I wonder if that, I wonder how, I wonder to somebody that knows. To somebody that knows, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt what God's word says. And then when you stand on that word, amen, when you, what is to stand on the word? It's to put it in your heart, put it in your mouth, act on it, get saturated with it, lock in on it, and do it. Then, <laughs> then you're, 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 you're bound to see to the manifestation of it in your life. Amen. And so it, it, it's, it's powerful. It's powerful and it's for results. You'll never be that individual that goes to church, hears the word, and, 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 and just becomes a, a wonder, 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 wonder. You're going to know what the Bible says. You're going to be injected with faith every time you walk into this place. And it's going to, you're always going to leave out of here more hungry. <laughs> more hungry to, to pers persevere, to pursue, to want more of him, not less of him. And as you do, you're going to begin to see and to experience that life change in your life. You're going to begin to experience things that you never imagined, that you never thought could happen, that, you know, you, you, how, but God, 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 God. God is, going to, God, God is going to manifest himself in your life through your faith in him, and he's going, to, he's going to make you a sign and a wonder. Not somebody chasing after signs and wonders. Not somebody that, somebody that is chasing the blessing. Not somebody that is chasing signs and wonders. Somebody that manifests and produces signs and wonders in their lives for the glory of God. If that's going to be you, say hallelujah. And say amen. amen. Hallelujah. In Hebrews 12, uh, beginning in verse 1. Hallelujah. Woo! 
it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which do so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And this is a race of faith. Amen. And so, there's things that will slow you down. And the Bible instructs us, let us get rid, lay aside, throw off every weight. And the sin that easily besets us, that slows us down, doubt, unbelief, fear, hidden sin, that slow, lay aside, put away, get rid of, and let us run with patience, with endurance, the race that is set before us. How do we do this? How can we accomplish being in this race free from anything that could possibly slow us down? Because I know there is people in this house this morning that have made up their mind that they're going to be all the way in with the things of God, that they don't want anything that has nothing to do with their heavenly father. They made up their mind one way all the way and his name is Jesus. There's only one way to do things, and that's God's way. And I always say you will make it very hard thinking that you can li you live one way here and another way when you walk out of these doors. You know, you're out the boat, and you get in the boat. You're out the boat. No, I said last Sunday, you need to get out of the boat, and you need to bl blow up that boat behind you. You need to blow up that rear of your mirror. You need to, not, you know, stop looking behind Stop looking what's behind you. And you need to do what Hebrews 12, 2 instructs us to do. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Thank God for the people that God places in our path. Thank God for the people that God sends on our way. But your eyes must first and foremost be upon Jesus. Amen. Looking upon unto Jesus, the author, he is the author and the finisher of our faith. Somebody shout my faith. my faith. Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him, oh, endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. And then verse three, the first part of verse three says, for consider him. It's important that if you're going to walk in a living faith, that you do it considering him. The author and the finisher of your faith. The one that knows the beginning to the end and the end to the beginning. He is the, he's the alpha, the omega, the beginning 
and the end. The one who was, the one who is, and the one who is yet to come. He knows everything. That is why Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. And if we abide in him, his life will flow through us. See, our power is not of our own. The Bible says not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of God. It's not our own power. That's why I was living a frustrated life. Because I was trying to do it on my own. Anybody here try that? I was, I was going to church. I heard about God. I was trying to fix my own marriage. I was trying to fix our own finances. I was trying to get my own healing. And God never said that we should do it on our own. He said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We hook up with him. And when we hook up with him, then we allow his power and his spirit, his power, his spirit to flow from him to us and then through us. And then voila. Then you begin to experience his manifested goodness. He wants you to. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to be free. He wants you to enjoy life. Not like we've known it. You see, I, 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 you can choose that. But, you know, a life without Jesus is, is a life waiting for destruction. Can I say that again? Don't ever envy people. Don't ever feel like you're missing out on anything. You ain't missing out on anything. The Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man. We don't want it. We don't want something that just seems right to us. We want what is right. There's a way that seems right, but be careful. The end of it is destruction. Unless the Lord builds the house, he that built it, built it in vain. You, we can try to build anything. We can try to make anything of ourselves, but it, it's not going to last. But with Jesus, if we hook up with him, not religious, not, not, that's not hooking up with Jesus, not coming to church and sitting down. Though you should be in church. But if you're in church, be in church. Be here. Receive. Eat. Don't be here and not be here. Be here and be here. You know what I'm saying? I, I've sat in church all my life pretty much. And I've been in church and I wasn't in church. I was physically in church, but I was somewhere else. And I was missing out. But when you're here, you're here. You receive, man, the things that God could do for you. The, th the things that God will do for you. Amen. And so when Jesus said, hook up with me, let me lead you. Let me be on the driver's seat. Let me show you what life is like. For a long time, you thought that Christianity was just going to church. I'm telling you right now, Christianity is the, the most powerful living force on the planet. And people are discovering it because everything has failed. But the church in the midst of all chaos is rising up in authority and power and in the blessing of God. 
And people are discovering no one can help me. And they're, they're discovering that only Jesus can do what no one can. Somebody say only Jesus. Only Jesus can do it for you. And when you really believe that, you don't want it any other way. Amen. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He knows how to do it. And he'll show us. He'll teach us through his word. In this race we are in, we look to Jesus. Amen. We look to Jesus. Blessed is the man, the woman that puts their confident trust in the Lord. In the Lord. Hallelujah. No one that puts their trust in God will ever be put to shame. In our race of faith, we look to Jesus. Why? Because he's our greatest example. He is our greatest example, our greatest example for trusting God. Hallelujah. He's our greatest example of prayer. He is our greatest example of being committed to the will of his Father. He is our greatest example of overcoming temptation and sufferings. He is our greatest example of, of being loyal. Say loyal to his heavenly Father. We must be loyal. Amen. And he, we must have loyalty. The Bible says that a person with divided loyalty is unstable in all their ways. Who's done being unstable in life? Who's done like, you know, being an unstabilism is such a horrible thing. And, and the way you get done with that is just you have a, 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 a single loyalty and that is only to God. To your heavenly father. If God, if you said it, I'm with you. I believe you. It, it, let every, let God be true and everyone else a liar. If you say it, God, I'm with you. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels. I don't care what the doctor is saying. I don't care what my aunt is saying. I always say aunt and I, don't, I hope my aunts don't get offended. But it's just it's a thing in Mexico, like you say, la tia, la tia, chismos. I don't know why the tias were always the gossipers. But I mean, you know, I don't, it's just a thing. But that, that's not, that's, I, I don't mean my aunts. I love all my aunts. But you know, there is that one person that will call you and try to talk you out of what God is doing. And pe people that claim to be Christians. That happens all the time. Oh, you, you're going to go out there? <sighs> I mean, you're, you're still going to that church or, you know, you should be careful. You should use wisdom and they'll just try to talk you out of the word of God. But you got to say, let God be true and everyone else a liar. Say, let God be true and everyone else a liar. Hallelujah. Christ Jesus is our greatest example. Our greatest example of enduring loyalty to the Father, of seeking the joy of completing the work which God had called him. That will be the same for you. That will be the same for you. You'll have joy, joy unspeakable and full of glory, completing the work that God has called you to until that great day where that trumpet blows and we meet face to face with, with the Lord. But until then, you, your faith in God 
would, would, would build your joy in him stronger and stronger so that as you're completing the work that God has given you, just like Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, endure the cross. See, faith in God allows you to see what's ahead. And if you're in God, what is ahead is bright. What is ahead for others is not what is ahead for you. People might think the days are getting worse. And they, they are. But, but, say but. It's just, it's written already. You know? It's written as the, the return of the Lord gets near. That's for the world. But say, that's not for me. Not for the believer. That is not your portion. Your portion is not the order of the world. It's not the order of the systems of the world. Where sin abounds, the Bible says the grace of God much more abounds. And that grace of God in your life will empower you through everything. To be able to do everything that God has called you to do. And while you're doing it, you're going to have joy. While you're doing it, you're going to have joy. Faith allows you to see what is ahead. And when you are in God, what is ahead for you is great. What is ahead? The Bible says that the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. Say brighter and brighter. The Bible says that the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. So if you truly believe that, the last dark day you ever have will be the last dark day you ever have. Because the order of my life, because of my faith in God, is that my life gets brighter and brighter. And that's until Jesus returns. The path of the just gets brighter and brighter. Say brighter and brighter. brighter. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. And they go from faith to faith, from glory to glory, from victory to victory, and from strength to strength. That is the portion of the believer in Christ Jesus. If that's you, say, that's me. Amen. Hallelujah. So when you know that you don't accept anything else, you don't just take in what life brings you. You don't just put up with whatever it is that is going on in your life. You don't. You realize and then you rise up in your faith and your authority in the name of Jesus and put every devil to flight out of your life in Jesus' name. You realize I had enough of that life. And now you know, say now I know, what belongs to you. And you fight. You fight the fight of faith. And you are able to see the manifestation of God in your life. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The path of the just gets brighter and brighter. Brighter and brighter, not brighter and darker. Not faith and unbelief. Not, you have good times. You know, I, I, when, when I, we surrender our lives to the Lord completely, say completely. I mean, we weren't halfway in, halfway out. We, were, we blew up the boat. We jumped in all the way. You know, we weren't, you know, there's, anyways. Okay, so then we, we like made a decision, we surrender. We weren't like part-time Christians anymore, like, you know, Christians on Sundays and then everything else on every other day. No, we were, we were sold out. You know, we surrender our lives completely to the Lord. And, 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 and you know, our lives forever changed and we became so hungry 
so hungry for the word of God. We became so hungry for the things of God. We wanted, we wanted everything. We fell in love with Jesus. We thought we loved him. I mean, you know, we thought we believed, you know, and it's not, faith does not be, just believe. It, the Bible says that even the demons believe and they tremble. Imagine that. So it's not just, faith is not, I believe God. No, even the demons believe and tremble. No, faith is not a belief. Faith is an act. Amen. And so we um, just got so hungry for the things of God, so hungry for the word of God. And, and, and our, 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 we were excited. Like that first love. Like you remember when you first met your boo? Your husband, for those that are married here. Now your boo thing that. Well, I mean, come on. When you first met him, you were like, some of you are kissing. That's good. You were like unstoppable. So like me and my husband, when we met each other, we became inseparable. You know, even though we were like young and I don't know how to explain it, but I mean, I wish I could tell you I was 23 and, you know, no, I was like 15. But the point is, is that I loved him. I still do more than ever. We just had our anniversary 26 years of being married. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Glory to God. The Lord is real. Amen. <laughs> he was 17 when I met him. Had just turned 17. And I had just turned 15. And so he used to sneak his mom's car out and come see me. Right, Rachel? Rachel got smart and started taking that battery out before she went to bed. <laughs> Don't get any ideas, kids, because let me tell you right now. <laughs> that's not the way. That's not the way. That's not the way. But God was merciful upon us. Amen. But the point I'm saying is, hey, first love. It's unstoppable. And that's how we need to live for the Lord. You know, that, that first love, you're excited. Whatever I wanted, whatever he wanted. You want ice cream at 3 o'clock in the morning? You know, you want McDonald's? <laughs> whatever, say whatever it takes. I'm going to serve the Lord. Radically. You know, and, 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 and God, God, if God, I, I, you, it's like a childlike faith. The Bible talks about like the childlike faith. You know, a ch ch little children, you tell them to jump and they'll jump. You put them there and you, you say jump. They're going to say, well, I'm going to, you know, we teach them how to doubt. We teach them how to fear. We teach them, you know, don't go outside and play because the cars are going to pass by. They're going to run over you. You know, you say things like that. You know, don't go over there because el cucuy te va a agarrar. The cuckoo is like the, the monster. You know, you, you say, you know, and, 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 and sit down because, you know, you're going to fly out the window. <laughs> Instead of teaching them like, you know, like the, yeah. And, and so, 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 and sometimes we want to serve the Lord like that. You know, when I was, uh, uh, you know, 
growing up, that's how it was. I feel like that's how it was instilled in us. Like, don't do this because God is doing this. Don't do this because God is watching you. Or don't do that. It was all about don't do, don't do, don't do. But I'm here to tell you, if you just do what God says, you don't have to worry about the don't do's. The don't do's begin to take care of themselves. And the easiest way to, to obey the Lord is just falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. After all, we owe everything to him. After all, he's the only reason why we're alive and we're not dead and we're not busted up and we're not lost, you know, and we're not out there where we should have been. We're here. And you might say, yeah, I'm here, Pastor Sandy, but you don't know what I'm going through. What I'm, I'm telling you, you know, you might not be where you used to be and you're here. Thank God that you're not where you used to be. And then faith says, I might not like where I'm at now, but I know, I, I know, I believe God has something for me. And he does. Amen. He does. He does. He does. He loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life. The Bible says, for I know the plans that I have for you. God has great plans for you. God has great plans for your children. God has great plans for your marriage. God has great plans for you to live long and to live strong. God has great plans for you to laugh again, to enjoy life, that you're not no longer under the circumstance, that you're not emotional messed up, that you're not just emotionally unstable, that you're not up one day and down one day. God has a great plan for your life. Hallelujah. And it's that plan is only in him. That plan is only in him. And it's through your faith in him. Through your faith in him that you tap into the things that God has for you. Amen. Oh, taste and see, the Bible says, that he is good. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. And when you realize how good he is, that he's, he's, he's everything, that he's life itself, that, that you know, uh, he's hope, he's joy, he's peace, he's rest, he's faith. He's, when you realize that he is so good, listen, there's nobody that's going to be able to hold you back. There's nobody that's going to be able to hold you back from pursuing him with all your heart. Say all your heart. That's the only way to serve him with all your heart. I'm telling you right now, when you taste the, and see that the Lord is good, you become unstoppable because you realize God can do for me what nobody else can. He's, if, he, if he's done, if this is all God is going to do, man, I'm so thankful. I'm grateful, but he's not done. He's not done with you. There's so much more that God has for you, JR, and your family. There's so much God has for you, my friend. Just started discipleship class today. Can you imagine that? The best is yet to come. There is so much more that God has in store for his people. The Bible says that Jesus is coming back. And he's coming back for a glorious church. A glorious, a thriving church. And we are the church, the body of Christ. We're not just church people. We're the body of Christ and Jesus is coming back for a glorious church manifesting the goodness of God like when a bride gets adorned and ready to meet the groom that's what is happening to the church right now for those that rise up in faith God is dressing you up he is making you beautiful he has taken away all the rough areas of your life and he's getting you ready because the groom is about to come 
the latter for the church shall be greater than the former. That means that the, the latter days for us are going to be greater. That means that we ain't seen nothing yet. That means that we've not, if God has been good to us, how much should that make you excited that you ain't seen nothing yet? That there is so much more that God is about to do for those that dare trust him. Is there anybody here this morning that trusts the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whoo. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. A living faith. And it's important that you know that's, it's, it, it will take that. In Hebrews, in the previous chapter, you see the, 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 the people that through their faith, the Bible says, obtain their testimony. Through their faith in God, they obtained a good report. Say a good report. Their testimony. Testimony is the, the, the victory. And so you, through your faith in God, you're going to produce a good report. And when, you know, you, you, you hear about the faith race, the faith walk, Sometimes people don't like to hear that because they want God to do everything. And that's why they wait frustrated. They wait and they don't see anything happen for them because they wait. They're waiting on God to move when the Bible says that it is faith that pleases him. And when God is pleased, God moves. And if we're going to see God moved on our behalf, then it's going to have to be through the spiritual force of faith. Shout faith. faith. And it's a living faith. The Bible says it is impossible to please God without faith. So there's a law of faith that we must do. That we must obey. You know there's the law of electricity. There is the law of gravity. And there is the law of faith. And we, when we abide by the law of faith, by the principle of faith, then we're able to see results in our lives. We're able to see the manifestation goodness of our Heavenly Father. And I pray that as you grow in your faith in God, you're going to begin to see things unlock for you more and more that you believe the Lord to do in your life. It won't going to be, it, it ain't going to be just something that you're, you've been believing for 20 years. Your faith in God is going to bring about the manifestation, even as you've seen it in the Bible, that he did it for others. There, God, the Bible says that God is not a respecter of people, but what he does is a respecter of, is a faith. A living faith. Say a living faith. So God operates through people's faith. Amen. God operates through people's faith. That's why you can do this or that, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. The Bible says that he who comes to God must believe that he is God and that he is a rewarder. That those that come to God must believe that he is God 
and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently, say diligently, that diligently seek him. Diligently is not casual. Diligently is not divided loyalty. Diligently is not, I'm going to try and see if this works. Diligently throws itself completely and says, God, I trust you no matter what. I trust you whether it looks like it, it is or it's not. It doesn't matter. What is happening in the natural is not going to change what I believe in your word and act on your word. And so when you come to God that way, the Bible says that God is a rewarder. Say rewarder. rewarder. Of those that diligently seek him. Is this helping anybody? Or are you tired of hearing about living faith? Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that God is not a respecter of person? That you don't have to sit down and be angry. Why is God doing it for that sister over there? Like I've been coming here longer and they just came in and look what God is doing in their lives. You know, faith people don't do that. Faith people rejoice whenever great things are happening. And there's no jealousy. There's no envy. Because you know what God did for them, God can do for you. But you got to find out what do they do. You know, don't miss out. You know, you, 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 you're not looking at the author and finisher of your faith. If you're looking at somebody else and mad because of what God is doing in their lives, what God does in one's life, rejoice. Because it's even a, a, a testimony for you that if God did it for them, why, why would God withhold from me? He won't. He is willing, he is able, and he is ready to do it for you if you only believe. You know what? If you, if you, if you celebrate others' victories, God will give others a reason to celebrate your victory. Oh, now you're waking up, huh? You know? If you celebrate others' victories, God will give you a, a, others a reason to celebrate your victories. You know, when people come to the altar and give their lives to Jesus, and you're like, <sighs> call the buffet, see if it's packed. You're so focused, and instead of, you know, you're, you know you're standing there believing for loved ones. You know you're, you're standing there, and you're believing for individuals to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Well, why not celebrate those that are going to heaven, that have received the Lord, the body. See, you're, 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 you're too you're too you you know and, and the bible says that heaven rejoices and throws a celebration over one sinner that repents and here we are does she have to give an altar call i will always always because it might be you that needs to rededicate your life to the Lord. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Faith says, man, I, I, see my, I see my son. I see my husband. I see my children. I see my, uh, this person I've been believing for. That's them. I, faith sees the end result. Faith calls those things that be not as though they were. Faith don't call it like, I just tell it like it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being real. No, you're being fake because real is telling it like the Bible says it. And that's in anything. 
in anything, when your faith is grounded in God, when you're considering him, the Bible says, keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the shame. He endured the cross because he knew what was waiting for him. And then in verse 13, it says, consider him. What are you considering this morning? Are you considering the situation? Are you considering the problem you left at home? Are you considering what was set about? you are you considering what the bills are saying are you considering the negative report of the doctor or are you going to consider him that gave his life for you and made a way for you hallelujah the book of Isaiah says consider it's him the rock from which you have been hewn the rock that you have been hewn consider you're a he, he, you're from him we're from the same that's something the enemy never wants you to get. You're not a... Mm. Almost came out of my mouth. You're not fatherless. You have a father that loves you. You have a father that loves you. And even the Bible says in one trans... Man, when you get your face so hooked up with God, oh, you're in a place where there is no impossibility. There is no mountain too high, no valley too low. It doesn't matter. All that matters is the one that is for you. And his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm... T <laughs> Woo! Faith will enable you to, to draw the line, to, to, to have a day of, of settlement, of saying enough is enough. The woman with the issue of blood said enough is enough. That's basically what she said. But she couldn't have said that unless she had heard about Jesus. Oh, she couldn't have said that unless she had heard about Jesus because until then she was trying to do it on her own. The Bible says that she was out looking for help with the doctors and doctors, I'm telling you, they're not bad, he, but, she, but doctors couldn't help her. The Bible says that she spent all her money. It cost us money to do all that. And the Bible says that she didn't get better, but she grew worse. But then the Bible says that she heard about Jesus. Jesus and nothing changed until she heard about Jesus and when she did she said enough is enough enough is enough if there is a savior if there is a healer if, the, if, there, if it's true that he's healing the blind that the lame are walking the prisoners are set free that's what Jesus announced that he was he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me for God has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor to restore sight to the blind the lame will walk and the prisoners will be set free to preach the acceptable year of the Lord and the Bible says that he folded up the scrolls and he said this very day the scriptures fulfilled right before your eyes that was him <laughs> and the woman with the issue she she 12 years somebody say 12 years did somebody say 12 years too long and she's heard it wasn't until she heard that faith came Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
That's why the more you hear it and open your heart, the more you're going to grow, the more you're going to dare to believe the impossible. The, the things that you couldn't believe that could change or happen or see yourself, it gets crazy because you're going to be, begin to see yourself. You're going to begin to see your husband that you never imagined that he will be in a church, but all of a sudden he's praising God at the altar. All of a sudden he loves Jesus. All of a sudden he's hungry for righteousness and hates what is wicked. All of a sudden he's treating you like you've, he's never treated you in the 30 years of marriage. And all the ladies say, praise the Lord. Lord. And the man said, amen. Because it's vice versa. But faith came when she heard. (laughs) She heard. Somebody say she heard. heard. If I would only touch the hem of his garment. I know. Not I hope. I, I, you know, I'm going to go to church, but I hope like, you know, that when I get prayed for, I hope that, see, even hope has to be a living hope. Even hope, it's, it has to be a living hope. A living hope in God is not, I hope God does it for me. Hope defer make the heart sick. But a dream fulfilled is like a tree of life. You don't got to live a life that is hoping and a wishing that God will do it for you one day. No, it, a living hope doesn't say, I hope so. A living hope in God says, I know so. My hope is not, I hope God knows. My expectation is of the Lord. My expectation is of the Lord. Your hope in God is your expectation that is birthed out of the word of the Lord. That as you begin to get it on the inside of you, it builds your faith to grab that expectation and see it manifested in your life. So you're no longer talking about how, you know, good God is. And one day it's like, let me tell you what God did in my life. Let me tell you what God did in my life. Let me tell you, let me share my testimony of how good God has been in my life. Hallelujah. So when, if I would only touch the hem of his garment, I know, I know, I know I will be healed. And she pressed, she pressed, the Bible says that she pressed through the crowd. How many of you are willing to press? How many of you are willing to press, to endure, to be steadfast, to not, I'm not giving up, because I know, like the prophet that prayed for no rain for three years, and then he prayed for rain, and when he prayed for rain, as a matter of fact, even before he went to go pray for rain, he said, tell tell them Ahab to get ready, to get ready. Because I hear a sound of abundance of rain. He said that. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. He knew what his expectation was going to be. You see, you're trying to believe God, but you don't even know what to believe. You're trying to believe God, get God to do something, but you haven't even, you don't even know what your own expectation because you think, I'm just going to let him do whatever he wants. God wants you to grab his will. And know that he's willing and know that he's able and know that he's ready. 
the man of God said, tell Ahab to get ready because I hear a sound of abundance of rain. You see, he heard it. Was there any rain yet? It hadn't rained for three years. So impossible situations don't matter. When God gets involved, all things are possible if you only believe. And he said, go tell him to get ready because I hear, he said, I hear. Do you hear an abundance of rain? Do you hear God doing what he said he would do in his word? Do you hear it? Do you see it? Do you perceive it? Are you making room for it? <laughs> I know I've known people that said, don't sit right here because this is my husband's seat. Don't sit right here. This is my wife's seat. By faith. They didn't say, oh, my husband, everyone's going to judge. They, they might have started like that, but then they, they seen it. They seen it before they seen it. And they said, don't sit right here because you know what? I'm going to, that's my. Don't sit right here. Now, I'm not saying you have to do that, but I'm trying to get you to see. You have to see. He said, I hear a sound of abundance of rain. That was his, what was his expectation? Rain. Rain. What is your expectation? What is your living hope? Because unless you have a living hope, faith has nothing to grab. Faith operates in the grounds of expectation. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So hope, a living hope, not a I hope so, but I know so. Is your expectation, is the healing power of God, or I'm just going to, you know, have to be like this for the rest of my life. God can do anything. All he needs is someone to dare to believe that he can do it. And that he will do it. And that he's ready to do it. God is not playing hide and seek with you. He's not teasing you. He says, ah, I'm looking through and forth throughout the whole earth to see whose hearts are fixed on me. Hallelujah. He said, I hear a sound of abundance of rain. I hear it. And then the Bible says that when he declared that, you see the power of words. Death and life are in the power of your words. So you got to speak life. The way you release your faith is through your mouth. So if you have an expectation, a living expectation of the Lord, then you have to have a heart and mouth connection. Your mouth has to speak life. Your mouth has to call those things that are not as though they were. Don't call them like they look like. Call them like God calls it. And God never calls what it looks like he calls it like he wants it what are you declaring what are you saying because what you say is what you're gonna see you know that saying sticks and stones can break my bones but words can never hurt me words will not only hurt you words will kill you there's power in the word I, 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 I had to learn how to control my mouth. Right, babe? Amen. <laughs> Before I understood how important, not like yesterday, like. 
when you realize the power that your 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 either your faith is released through your words, you just don't blabber things out. You don't say anything you don't want to see. That's why you don't get tangled up talking about the situation. You talk about the victory. You talk about, because you're, you're in a place of victory. You're not trying to get your victory. Your victory is Christ Jesus in you, the hope of glory. He is your victory. And your faith is the victory. The Bible says, you know, that this is the, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even my faith. Even our faith, our faith in God. So you're, 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 you're in a place of victory. And faith will release that in your life. And so you're not just going to say anything. You're not going to say anything. And it's, it's not that easy. This little thing can set a whole forest ablaze, the Bible says. It's like a little rudder in a huge boat that can turn it another way. Well, you need a, this rudder needs to stay in one place and that's in line with the word of God. It needs to say only what God says about you. Amen. You need to get out of the word what God says about you and that's the only thing that needs to come out of your mouth. You need to get in the word of God what God says about your health and that's the only thing that needs to come out of your mouth. You need to get in the word of God and what God says about your children and that's the only thing that needs to come out of your mouth. And when you speak life, you're going to see life. You're going to go the right direction. The Bible says mark a straight path before your life. You mark a straight path. The Bible says, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will show you what path to take. <sighs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say, living faith. Her situation turned around. The prophet said, I hear a sound of abundance of rain. And then the Bible says that he went. He said, go tell them to get ready. I hear that this never gets old to me. And I'm saying this in the lines of faith doesn't quit. Faith doesn't get moved by the seasons, by the times, by anything. God is never late. He's never late. And when you're getting really close, that's when the testing comes more than ever. That, that is why the Bible tells us, having done all, stand. Stand your ground. And then he went, the Bible says. He got to the ground. He put his head between his knees he, to pray. He didn't go pray, Lord. If there is any extra water in heaven, would you please send me some down this way? Because, no. I imagine he went and thanked the Lord for his goodness, for his faithfulness. And then he expected rain. And he told, when he got down and prayed, he told the servant, go check it out. Go see what it looks like out there. He wasn't sending him to see if it was going to happen. He knew it was going to happen. That's why he was sending him. Go give me a report. And the, and, the, and, the, and the servant went. And he came back to the prophet. There's nothing. The prophet didn't get intimidated. He didn't say, he didn't say, well, why God don't answer my prayers? The Bible says that the ears of the Lord are open to the prayers of the righteous. But he turns away from the wicked. Hallelujah. God doesn't just 
hear your prayers. God is an answering praying God. Hallelujah. And the, and the man of God said, go again. Go again. I declare rain and it will be rain. It's God's will for rain. It's going to rain. Go again. And the servant, I can imagine. You know, it wasn't like from right here to the corner store. You know? And he went and he looked. And he came back and he said, sir. Imagine the feeling of that servant. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing. I mean, this is a prophet that did great exploits, you know? There's nothing. And he said, go again. I declared rain, rain it shall be, hallelujah, and here he goes a third time, a third time, and there was nothing, say there was nothing, and then he came back, and then he said, there's nothing, sir, he said, we'll go again, and he went again, it's how many would have quit by then, how many would have went to plan B by then, how many would have said, well, you know what, maybe it wasn't supposed to be like that, but this man of God knew what God has said, this man of God knew what he had declared, and what he he knew what the will of God was and when he did he wasn't about to give up he wasn't about to quit he wasn't about to go to plan b so when the man came the fourth time he said go again he came back a fifth time there was nothing he came back a sixth time there was nothing and the man of God said go again and the servant went and he went to check it out but this time it was a little different it wasn't like breakthrough yet in his eyes but in the man of God it wasn't a question anymore see faith is doesn't question faith is settled faith doesn't question will God do this no faith knows God not only will but he God not only will but he will do it and one more time the seventh time the man looked and he said mm. he He went back to the man of God. He said, sir, well, there is an abundant. It doesn't look like it's going to rain abundantly. It doesn't look like, like you said. I'm paraphrasing. It doesn't say this, but I'm paraphrasing it. And then he said, but there is a little cloud the size of a man's fist. Do your fist like this. That little. If you see a cloud that little, would you call it an abundance of rain? In the natural, no. In the natural, no. You see, you're waiting to see something. Blessed are those that don't see but yet believe. Hallelujah. He said there is a, a cloud that size of a man's fist and the man of God said tell him to get ready to run because it's about to rain and the Bible says that right at that moment the clouds began to get black the clouds began to form and all of a sudden what he had declared was manifested hallelujah faith doesn't quit faith doesn't get moved by what it looks in the natural faith doesn't need any evidence in the natural to prove itself real all faith needs is that God has said it I believe it and it's as good as done for me in the name of Jesus oh come on somebody give the Lord a mighty shout of praise hallelujah you get home and it's like you know I was shouting at church and I was glowing and then it seems like ah, 
that's not going to be your story. That's not going to be your story. Your story is that you're going to begin to see that little cloud. And when because you see that little cloud, you're going to celebrate as if it was the abundance of rain that you believe God to do in your life. You're not going to say, well, you know, <laughs> no, you're going to celebrate, celebrate those little, little signs. I know people believe it for their husband, and then their husband, they get home, and I love you, honey. Oh, well, you just saying you love me because what did you do? What did you do? What did you do? <laughs> While they were praying for God to do something, celebrate those little clouds in your life. Well, yeah. Faith sees that abundance of rain. Faith sees the finished product. Faith, don't, faith calls those things that are not as though they were. Hallelujah. God will help you. And the best way to guard your mouth is to guard your heart. The Bible says guard your heart without diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. Out of the, the abundance of the mouth, the, the heart, the mouth speak it. So the best way, you can train your tongue and not fill your heart. If you're going to tame the tongue and train your tongue to speak life, then you got to fill your heart with life. You got to fill your heart with life. The word of God. Amen. And out of it will flow the issues of life. You'll begin to see God's creative power. You'll begin. And every, in the, everything in the natural will fight you. Like, no, look at that. Look at that. Look, no, don't look at it what it looks like. No, tell yourself. Don't look. Don't look. No, no. I'm looking at how God sees it. God sees the finished product. Don't let the, 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 your carnal mind or your natural mind to start talking to you. You know, if the enemy is going to defeat you, he's going to do it right here. That's why the Bible says in Romans 12, do not be conformed to this world, but be ye being transformed. Transformation takes place by the renewing of your mind. You get this mind in working order by renewing it by the word of God. Renewing it by what God says so that whenever, you know, uh, uh, the enemy will come and sow negativity, defeat, or tries to get you to look at the negative problem. You're going to rise up in your spirit. Uh, you're going to rise up in your spirit and say, no, in the name of Jesus, it's done. In the name of Jesus, I'm healed. In the name of Jesus, my family is saved. In the name of Jesus, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. And then every doubt has to go out the window. Every doubt has to go out the window. Every tactic of the, and you know, faith, it's a shield of faith. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians, uh, and holding up the shield of faith for which you will be able to quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. We need faith. We need faith to fight the good fight of faith. You know, the, with the shield of faith, you're able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. He's aiming. He's aiming at you. You know, let me just get him to... To, to fight let me just get him to argue let me just get him to fear let me just no 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 no. if you're holding up the shield of faith every time the enemy throws something at you you're gonna put every devil to flight every time every form of doubt and unbelief you know that, that I said it last week I'm gonna say it again for your to safeguard your faith and I'm gonna close the worship team can come up here I'll continue tonight but the shield of faith was uh, um, like a Roman uh, uh, shield uh, the Bible explains, and it says that they were not just like a little, little shield. They were like a tall shield that covered pretty much their whole bodies. <laughs> and, that, and that shield, the, uh, not the Bible, but like it's known that it had um, leather, leather, um, thick leather straps around the shield. And so it's, it's known that before battle, they would wet 
those shields to soak the leather with water so that whenever the 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 enemies will throw the 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 fiery arrows it will it would quench them it will put them out let me tell you something the word of god will build your faith so strong and so strong that every you get to a point in your life that you're not worried about what the enemy's doing for to you you're not worried about what he's plotting against you you're not worried about what he's doing because you know that you have what it takes you know that you're soaked up in the word of god that anytime that you're squeezed all that's gonna come out of you the word of god that anything the enemy tries to throw your way hey it's not even gonna hurt you because the word that you're drenched in is going to put out every fiery dart of the wicked one and you're gonna stand your ground and you're gonna stand and having done all stand and you're gonna see the glory of God because you didn't quit because you didn't fall and you didn't give up in the name of Jesus if that's gonna be you if that's gonna be your story if that's gonna be your portion I want you to take a minute to celebrate the king of kings and the lord of lords somebody shout hallelujah how can we lose with the stuff that we use the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they are mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds though we walk in the flesh we don't war after the flesh and god has given us this faith this faith to see and to tap into his goodness and to fight and to quench every fiery dart of the wicked one and then he's given us the sword of the spirit which is the word of God let's pray father I thank you I thank you Lord I worship you I honor you Lord thank you Lord for your word thank you for the spirit of faith thank you Lord for your people this morning that even now father they're not as they walked into this place I thank you that faith in you has arise Lord and I thank you Lord as they guard it I thank you Lord that they're gonna see your goodness in their lives Jesus. Oh, just thank them. Just thank them. Thank them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You're so worthy, 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 worthy. Thank you that you've not left us helpless, Lord. Thank you, Father, that our greatest days are not behind us. They are now and ahead of us. And they get brighter and brighter, Lord, from faith to faith, from glory to glory, from strength to strength and victory to victory thank you lord that you everything that our hand touches prospers lord every soul that the, 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 the that our foot touches place touches that land is given unto us thank you lord that you've called us to be a sign and a wonder to our generation and that is what we will be to the through the power of your holy spirit and through the force of faith in you oh we thank you lord thank you that there'll be not one amongst us. Oh, hallelujah. That we are producers. That we are kingdom producers. Oh, we are citizens of the kingdom, Lord. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. 